Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Romy the Homie, and you are listening to the Journey with Romy podcast, where I'll be teaching lessons and principles from the Bible, sharing my life experiences and what they taught me, and interviewing some pretty dope people. The best part is, no subject is off limits. We're talking about everything. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get right to it. All right, 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 y'all, I am back. I am back with another episode. Look, I just wanted to pop in real quick. I won't be before you guys really long, but there's something that I wanted to share. Um, So a couple episodes ago, I did a podcast on just doing it. So that's what's happening right now. You know, I, I wanted to have my podcast updated. Like there are so many changes that I wanted to happen before I put out another episode. And those changes have not yet occurred. But here I am, y'all. I'm uh, practicing what I'm preaching. So I am doing it. I'm just doing it. No, it's not updated yet. No, um, I don't have the big plans all mapped out and everything uh, just yet. But it is coming. But I still wanted to get out there and put out more content for you guys that will uh, bless me as well. So also earlier in uh, one of my episodes in my uh, in the particular episode entitled Church Hurt that I did with Deanna Brooks, uh, I mentioned slightly that um, sometimes without me even realizing it, I had become a people pleaser. So that's what I wanted to talk about today, uh, being a people pleaser. And I wish I had some supernatural, super cool story to tell you about how I came across this topic or uh, how it came upon me. But um, it's not. It's not really supernatural. I literally was like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to share on this episode today? What is it that you want me to give your people? And I felt like I was getting a blank. I felt like I was getting nothing. So I literally just started, you know, um, going through uh, my Bible and I started looking at some of the things that were underlined and I I came across this. And um, the reason why I decided to share this particular one out of all the things that were underlined and highlighted in my Bible is because um, when God speaks to me, it comes, it usually comes as repetition, right? And God can use anybody. It doesn't matter your background, doesn't matter where you've done, you know, what you plan on doing. If God wants to use you, he will use you. And just to give you an example, Abraham was a liar. (laughs) Noah was an alcoholic. David was a murderer. Paul, the very person who wrote uh, this book that I'm going to share a scripture with you all from, he was also a murderer. Like he literally murdered Christians and believers and and did it with joy. (laughs) He enjoyed it. So God will use anyone, right? Especially if he gets a hold of your heart. Um, He'll use you to do great things. So the reason why I wanted to let you all know that God will use anyone is because also in the church or episode, I mentioned how some believers don't believe in therapy. Like, you know, they feel like, oh, all you need is Jesus prayer and the Bible and, you know, you can get your mental in order. And although I believe that's true, I also think that there's nothing innately wrong with getting help from practical resources, from natural resources. Right. Um, So I and I mentioned before that I do see a therapist. Right. It's been a while. I need to go ahead and make my appointment. But seeing that therapist has helped me to recognize patterns in my life that uh, I didn't recognize within myself. So really helping me navigate uh, and understanding who I am and why I am the way I am and the things and practical steps that I can do to really start to operate and show up as the best version of myself. So one of those things um, that 
therapy really brought out to me and highlighted for me was people pleasing. So just to give you an example, it was mentioned in a therapy session. And, you know, I watched different sermons. It was mentioned in a sermon, this people pleasing, this concept of, you know, me being a people pleaser. Um, so different things like that. That's what I mean where I say God will use anybody in anything. So and that's also what I mean when I say that when when I know that God is speaking to me, it's repetition. And let's say there is a book of the Bible that I'm studying or I'm reading. I could read the first chapter, first two chapters, and then it would. It may be about a day to two two to three days before I actually continue picking up where I left off. But when I continue, then I'll see that same thing again. And I'm like, okay, God, I see what you're saying. I see what you're trying to tell me. So uh, one of those things that has been evident um, where I was reminded of and I started to see a pattern was Romy being a people pleaser. So I wanted to talk to you guys about that because there may be someone out there who doesn't recognize that they're a people pleaser. There may be someone who has just come out of it or someone that's in it. Um, or maybe you've never dealt with this before and that's okay. But <laughs> for those, this is for those who may be struggling with it and you don't know it, or maybe you're struggling with it and you're trying to get out of it or anything like that. Or maybe you know somebody that may be going through this right now. So this is coming from Galatians. Uh, this is Paul writing to the saints in Galatia, right? Um, the believers there. So uh, the verse that I want to highlight really quickly is verse 10 Galatians 1. I'm reading from the CSB, which is the Christian Standard Bible. Galatians chapter 1 verse 10 reads as follows. For am I now trying to persuade people or God? Or am I striving to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. That last part is what I actually underline. And it says, if I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So just to give you a brief little background of what Paul is talking about here is um, there were some believers who were trying to go back to the law. The law meaning, oh, you need to be circumcised or, you know, not circumcised and what it means and this and that. And he's like, yo, well, if you're circumcised, then you need to be the one that keeps the entire law. And I did a whole series um, where I was teaching from the book of Romans that let us know several times over and over again that we are saved by grace through faith. And it's not by the law. It's not by the works that we do. Right. So uh, in this particular context, like Paul is talking to other believers and saying like look you are free from the law you are in grace and if you are if there's someone that's teaching you a gospel that's contrary to what we've already told you what it is or what we already taught you what it is which is the sacrifice of of christ right dying in our place if anyone is telling you that there's still extra work that you have to do he said, he said earlier, like, curse, a curse be on him. There's no other gospel than the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you live your life trying to please people or trying to uphold the standard of the law, then you're not a servant of Christ. You're not a servant of Christ. And what that really spoke to me is that, look, when we are living our lives trying to please people, we're in bondage. We're absolutely in bondage at all times. When does the cycle end? When does the cycle end? When does it feel like I'm going to do this 
so that I can be validated by this person. Or I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do this because that's going to make this person feel this way or whatever the case may be. Um, That's not what God called us to do as believers. We are not called to be people pleasers. In fact, uh, I can be confident in saying that the very opposite is true because a lot of times when we live a life that's pleasing to God, sometimes it offends people. Sometimes people will feel a type of way, but there's a different satisfaction. Um, There's a different fulfillment that comes when you know that you are walking in the authority of God and not trying to walk into the authority of others. And sometimes it hurts, even if it's uh, momentarily. So I just want to share like a story where um, I recognized that I was becoming a people pleaser. Like I had to, I felt like I needed to step on eggshells when I'm around certain people because I don't want them to, you know, feel this certain type of way. Or I stayed in a place that I felt like God was telling me to move, but it was unknown. It was unknown. What was, what would happen or where I would go once I left this place, it was unknown and it was scary. And I didn't know where to go. Um, I I didn't want to to fall into any type of, um, you know, teaching where there's false doctrine or anything that can take me away from what I know to be true. Um, so for a long time, I didn't move. And, uh, it wasn't because I'm no longer being, um, well, okay, let me go back. It was because I was no longer being fed. I wasn't being taught the way that I was originally taught. Not saying that the the doctrine changed, but the style of the doctrine changed a little bit. And it began to sound repetitive and redundant to me. And I needed more. I wanted to grow more spiritually, right? So I felt like that maybe my time here is up. But I couldn't imagine myself outside of this space um, because, one, I was concerned about what people would think about me. I'm like, oh, man, they're going to think that I'm not a Christian anymore. They're going to think that I am falling away or, you know, they're going to think that I'm leaving because of this situation and, and not the real reason why I'm leaving because the timing is just messed up. And I stayed in a place where I wasn't growing spiritually because I was being fed there spiritually. Um, I stayed in this place longer than I should have. And I just remember uh, one day deep in thought, I'm always deep in thought, y'all, that's me, where I was thinking and I felt a a sharp conviction that was like, well, look, are you living for them? Are you living for me? So that's the question that I want to ask you today. Like whether you're a believer or not, are you living your life based on the opinions of other people or based off of the perception that you want them to have of you trying to fix how you want them to see you at the end of the day baby people are going to see you the way that they want to and that's none of your business (laughs) simply put that is none of your business so I was like wow this is like God really talking to me about this and convicting me about this and not you know not in a bad way where you know he's I I feel like he's beating me upside the head or saying but it's just a question it's just a question, and that's uh, you know the, another thing I love about this relationship with God, and because He's not, He's not a mean God, right? Don't get me wrong; He has He He's a just God. So if He says that wrath is gonna come, it's gonna come. If He says vengeance is mine, then vengeance is His, absolutely. But He gives us free will. He gives us 
the option to make our own choices that he's not going to make you choose him. He's not going to make you listen. But when you do choose him and when you do listen, it is for your benefit. It is for your blessing. Yes, he will always get the glory out of your life, but you're going to reap the benefits and there's nothing wrong with that side note. But so in that moment, that was the question that was raised to me. Like, are you trying to please me or are you trying to please those people? Are you living life for me? Or are you trying to please those people? Um, so it was in that moment that I decided that, look, I don't have to stay here. I'm not obligated to stay here. And I looked up, you know, different reasons as to, you know, why I believe it would have been okay for me to move on. And I found that uh, one of the main reasons, uh, me just not being fed, like the Bible speaks about it in um I can't remember the verse. I'll come back and let you guys know what it is. But it speaks about growing in the faith and how you cannot you cannot keep drinking milk like you a spiritual babe. It's time to get some meat. And and for me, I wasn't getting any meat where I was at. So I had to go somewhere where I was going to get the meat, the mashed potatoes, you know what I'm saying, the vegetables, where I was going to get table food because all the... Um, all the little spoon fed and the, and the warm milk, it was, it was spoiled to me. Like I needed more, I needed more. So, um, which caused me to step out into, into the unknown. And it was a scary thing for me. Um, but you know, I do believe that God was with me and is still with me, uh, to this day. Now, if I can be totally transparent and honest, um, I still was struggling with the people pleasing thing because uh, I met up with someone and my whole purpose to meet up with them was like, I want them to know that there's no hard feelings, that, you know, it's not a problem and that I just needed to do what was best for me. And I wasn't able to change or fix the issue. Um, and make a long story short, when I went out with this individual and we had conversation, of course it came up, which was inevitable and I didn't mind it. But let's just say by the end of the conversation in its totality, I was confirmed again that I had made the right decision, but also that I was still people pleasing. I have nothing to prove to anyone, but yet I felt the need that I was still trying to, um, you know, still trying to make this person not be mad at me or not, or be proud of me or understand me or, anything like that. But when God gives you an assignment and when God tells you to do something, you have to let go of feeling like you need validation from other people or you need a confirmation from other people. And that's just one example. Um, I'll probably go into more details about that at a later time and maybe in a later format. Who knows? Um, but I, I, I find myself doing that a lot. So how do we get out of this? How do we stop doing that? And it doesn't have to be something like super huge, but I might feel like, you know what, I, I'm going out with my girls, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to wear 
a, a blue dress. But then I call one of my friends and I'm like, oh, well, what you wearing? And then I base my outfit off of what they wear. But look, how about I just show up how I want to show up? You know, I know where we going. I know the type of mood it is or the time or whatever. And I show up how I'm going to show up. And I, I don't need any uh, validation. And you don't either from anyone <laughs> trying to confirm whether you should wear this outfit or not. I mean, it's funny. And um, it can be something as small as that, but it's, it's something that we do, something that we do unconsciously. So how do we stop doing this? How do we stop living a life where we are seeking validation from other people? Um, I believe that it comes from, one, you being confident in who you are and who God said that you are. Um, here's the thing. Some people like to highlight how dirty and ratchet and wretched and undeserving you know, and unworthy we are as sinners. And although it's true that we are all of those things, but my God, huh? Hallelujah. No, um, seriously, but God says that I am worthy despite all of that, despite my past, despite, uh, you know, the dirt or d- d- despite my righteousness being as filthy rags, God still said that you are worthy. You are accepted. You are loved. <laughs> So how about, I don't know, but how about I start there? How about I just start believing what the creator of the universe, the creator of all living things, how about I start to believe what he said about me? How about because of Jesus, because of his sacrifice, because he felt, because he loved me so much that he sent his only son to die for me, that speaks volumes about my value and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because the only one whose opinion should matter is your creator, is God. So if God says that I'm worthy, honey, I'm worthy. If God says that this spirit of fear didn't come from him, it didn't come from him. You know, it's probably coming from within or outside sources. Y'all know how it be. Sometimes you share your ideas with somebody or your plans and, you know, they being negative Nancy. And sometimes it's not even intentional, right? They just say, um, <laughs> oh, I, I, I told somebody this today. One of, one of the things that I wanted to do. And they didn't say, oh, you can't do it or why would you want to do that? But it was the tone and how they said what they said, which was, oh, you want to do that, huh? Yeah, everybody wants to do that. And just that tone was like so negative to me. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to you if this is how you're going to be. Uh, okay, I'm getting off topic, y'all. But the negative Nancy's, the negative Nathaniel's, or, you know, whatever. The point is, if God places something on your heart, or if God tells you to do something, then you do it. We're not, we not waiting on validation from people. We're not seeking nobody else's opinion. What you think about this? I have this good idea, but and I think it's amazing, but what you think? No, 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 no. The only person you need to be asking that is your creator, is God, the one who gave you life, the one that breathes life, the one that says that you can absolutely speak life. Speak the word of God over your life, right? Him. That's the only one we need to be consulting. And if you could get a yes from God, that's all that you need. That's all that you need. And in the same way, if you get a no from God, you better listen. That's another story for another day, too. Well, look, y'all, that's it. And that's all I wanted to tell you guys. So I'm going to leave you with a question. Um, that comes from this verse. If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of God. You're not a servant of God. You're not a servant of Christ. If you're trying to please people, you're a servant of said people. 
that you're trying to please. This can be parents, grandparents, even children, friends, even yourself. Uh-oh. Yikes. Yes. Nothing wrong with being proud of yourself. But look, sometimes we put these expectations on ourselves that's just way too high. And not saying that we can't achieve greatness or we can't do those things, but let's be realistic. You know what I'm saying? Let's live a life where we can get a yes. We can get a yes from God. And that's all that we seek. That's all we want. So look, on this particular episode, y'all, like I said, this is a little bonus something um, that I want to share with you guys and something that I'm still struggling with. The way we get over it is just start with wondering or or trying to figure out or learning I should say start learning what God says about you what what God whether God is pleased or not that's the only thing we need to be concerned about and be confident in who God said that you are and what it is that he told you to do and once you have that confidence in God and who he said um, that you were and what he told you to do then you'll have confidence in yourself because you know you are being led by uh the one and only true god by the creator so that's how we went about it that's how we're gonna stop all this people pleasing we're just gonna listen to god right we're just gonna listen to our heavenly father and what it is that he says that we need to do so uh i'm super excited because i have a sneak peek of a brand new podcast coming from uh my sister from the very same mister my sister in christ my boo thing she was a guest on here um we talked about uh therapy or jesus she is a licensed clinical social worker i'm not about to read that super long bio that i read before but she is a um adult therapist in the saint charles area she does virtual sessions as well and she is starting a podcast called the love ish podcast So uh, let's go ahead and take a sneak peek. Listen up. Hey, girl. Hey, my name is Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker, and I want to invite you to join me over on the Lovish podcast. I created this podcast because I was tired of seeing all of these compartmentalized conversations surrounding mental wellness, faith, relationships and love. And I wanted to see us have these conversations authentically outside of cookie cutter containers. So if you are a boss babe, a high achieving woman or recovering strong friend looking to make boundaries your bestie, practical strategies and figure out how you can thrive in this world as a Christian woman, I want to invite you to join me over on the Lovish podcast. New episodes released every Tuesday morning. Okay, I hope I see you there. Bye, girl. All right, y'all. So there you have it, the Lovish Podcast, hosted by Sita Hood, licensed clinical social worker. So the last thing I wanted to share with you guys is a scripture. Earlier in this episode, I talked about... Um, you know, desiring milk of the word and how I wanted solid food, how I wanted to grow spiritually. And I didn't want to keep hearing, you know, the same things being taught over and over again. I wanted to share with you guys um, some verses, right? Uh, Because I told you that I would let you know what it was because I didn't know exactly where it was in the Bible. So I was able to find it. It's Hebrews chapter five, um, verses 11 through 14 is what I'm going to read. This is again, the CSB version of the Bible. It says, we have a great deal to say about this, and it is difficult to explain since you have become too lazy to understand. 
Although by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the basic principles of God's revelation again. You need milk, not solid food. Now everyone who lives on milk is inexperienced with the message about righteousness because he is an infant. But solid food is for the mature, for those whose senses have been trained to distinguish between good and evil. So this is a scripture that I was referring to that gave me a confirmation that my desire to move um, it wasn't wrong for me to have desire and me being obedient to God, um, in making that move, um, has really increased my faith, right? Because he led me to a place where I'm learning again. I'm, I'm at a place where I'm, I'm taking notes again and I'm, I'm being fed. I'm being taught the way that I used to be taught at the place that I was normally at. So I wanted to read one more thing. This comes from the Tony Evans study Bible, where he really just elaborates on those verses that I just read to you, specifically uh, verses 11 and 12. And it reads as follows. The Greek word translated lazy can mean dual or stubborn. So in other words, they have become mule-headed and refuse to grow spiritually. Something is wrong if a 30-year-old is still eating baby food. Knowing the ABCs and 123s of the Bible is crucial, but there comes a time to build on this foundation with further understanding and growth. Any believer who fails to move on from milk to solid food, milk being the content of God's word, while solid food is the spiritual application and use of God's word in life, has some developmental issues and becomes stagnant in spiritual development. If you chew your food but don't swallow, you will starve. You have to internalize and put God's word into practice. Only then will you be equipped to make word-driven decisions rather than circumstance-driven decisions. So there you have it, people. Like... For me, my spiritual growth and development was very important to me. And I needed to go to a place where I would be fed spiritually, where I can get the solid food. Um, I already got the ABCs and one, two, threes of the Bible. I got that and I'm, I was ready to build on, uh, build on that foundation and get more. So, um, that's what I needed. Um, and that's where God led me to. So that's it. That's all. Thanks for tuning in to the Journey with Roman podcast. Until next time.